welcome to the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the letting go of keeping score in relationship episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I coach men who are struggling in relationship, how to communicate effectively, build trust, and deepen intimacy so they can be the best version of themselves in relationship and live the life they love. Keeping score in a relationship refers to mentally or emotionally keeping track of what you interpret as being done wrong or complaints or even contributions you've made to the relationship, all in a way to measure or compare who has done more of whatever or who is quote-unquote winning in the relationship. It can show up in various ways, and while some degree of reciprocity in a relationship is natural and even necessary, um, keeping an ongoing detailed score can be detrimental to the health of the relationship. Over the years, I've had so many clients talk about how their partner or spouse keeps score. I've also had to point out to clients when they are keeping score and don't even realize it. I know years ago, I was guilty of keeping score in relationship, especially when I was just starting out in my personal and spiritual growth journey. I found myself pointing out all the work I was doing on myself and judging my partner because she wasn't doing as much as I was. And even though she said she was all about her growth, I didn't see her putting forth the effort that I was. So I was keeping score. And in hindsight, and after it was pointed out to me by one of my teachers or mentors that I was doing so, I realized that it wasn't fair to her or our relationship. I found myself focusing on her rather than my own journey. And my ego latched on to comparing myself and judging her instead of taking a deeper look at myself, which was all I had control of. I had a false sense of being better than her because I was doing the work, and in my eye, she wasn't. Well, the relationship eventually ended, and keeping score wasn't the reason it ended, but it certainly didn't help. So, keeping score in relationship can get messy and cause all kinds of wedges and complexities in a relationship. And in Lenny's story, he almost lost his marriage because he was keeping score. Lenny, not his real name, was a successful pharmaceutical salesman, known for his charisma, his determination, and his competitive spirit. Whether it was his work, sports, card games, friendships, family interactions, and even his relationship with his wife Layla, not her real name, There were all areas where he strived to be the best. And while his competitive nature helped him achieve success in the workplace, it also unknowingly became a source of tension in his marriage. He would often measure his success against his colleagues, you know, celebrating his victories and feeling a sense of frustration and envy when others outperformed him. Layla noticed how when he talked about work, it was all about the numbers and his achievements. And over time, she noticed that his competitiveness had spilled over at home. For example, say in family gatherings, Lenny's competitiveness would show up in talking about his kids' achievements, 
bragging about their family vacations or his do-it-yourself improvements at home, and so on. And with this, he created an atmosphere of competition among his family. And with Layla specifically, Lenny's need to keep score showed up in different ways, like remembering who initiated the last date night, to comparing who did what with the household chores, to who did more for the kids, or who spent the most money, and so on. Lenny basically turned their marriage into a competition. And it got to the point where Layla had had enough. All this scorekeeping was taking its toll on their marriage. She was feeling disconnected emotionally and very frustrated. She decided to share her concerns with Lenny. And she told him how his competitiveness made her feel like she was always being judged and that their relationship had become more of a contest than a partnership. Well, this took Lenny aback. I mean, he was blown away. Um, he appreciated Layla's honesty, and yet he was shocked and saddened by what she said. And he took some time to let it sink in and decided to reflect on his behavior. And in doing so, he realized that he had grown up in a highly competitive family. It was all about achieving and success and where achievements were constantly compared. He shared this with Layla and she appreciated his vulnerability and they both agreed it would be a good idea for Lenny to get some professional help. Well, in therapy, Lenny had learned that success in his family was how he got love and approval. And this upbringing had instilled in him the belief that he needed to constantly prove his worth in order to be loved and accepted. And with this new awareness, he was able to learn healthier ways to validate himself. You know, he discovered the importance of being more vulnerable and emotionally available for Layla to help create a deeper emotional connection. He practiced self-compassion, gratitude, mindfulness, and worked on sharing experiences together with Layla without making it a competition. Over time, Lenny made a conscious effort to let go of his need to keep score. Layla noticed how sincere Lenny's efforts were and appreciated the positive changes in their relationship. And while Lenny didn't always get it right, and most of us don't all the time, uh, with this new awareness of his competitive nature and how it impacted Layla and others, and his commitment to change, Layla saw his transformation and as a result, their marriage began to thrive. Lenny's competitive edge transformed into being open to working together with Layla and being more supportive. Layla, seeing the positive shift, felt a renewed sense of connection with Lenny, and they learned to navigate their challenges in day-to-day -day as a team rather than competitors. So does any of this sound familiar to you? Do you find yourself keeping score in your relationship? Or maybe you see it in your spouse or partner, or maybe you do it with each other. Well, no matter what, keeping score in relationship can be sneaky at first, you know, not really noticing it per se. Yet over time, like in Lenny's case, it can take its toll on the relationship. Let me give you some more examples of what keeping score in relationship looks like. 
One is counting favors. This is where one partner may keep track of every favor they do for the other, and in return, expecting a similar or even bigger favor from the other. And if the favor is not returned, it could lead to resentment. There's keeping score around who gives more attention or shows more affection to the other. Keeping track of who initiated affection or attention the last time, and then expecting the other person to initiate next. Um, comparing contributions is a big one. You know, constantly comparing who contributes more to household chores, child care, or other responsibilities. And this can often lead to feelings of inequality within the relationship. Keeping track of financial contributions is another one. You know, who spends more money, who pays for meals, who contributes more to joint expenses, and so on. I did a whole episode on this next one. Bringing up past mistakes or arguments you've had is one I hear often. You know, using these mistakes or arguments as a way to score points in an argument or disagreement. You know, saying something like, yeah, just like you lied about where you were going last month. Or referring back to past arguments, even if they're not related, in order to validate a point or win a current argument. And that could sound like, and like I said last time, you don't take any accountability for yourself, and you're doing it again. Um, another way couples keep score is by pointing out their sacrifices. Oh, man. <laughs> Using sacrifices they made in the relationship as a way to get a one-up or manipulate the other person. You know, like, I gave up playing golf on Saturday so you could have more time for yourself. You know, that kind of thing. Keeping score of apologies. This is expecting the other person to apologize first, or they keep track of who apologizes more often. You know, like, I apologized first the last time. It's your turn to apologize first. And one final example is using keeping score as leverage in the relationship. You know, threatening or refusing to give affection to the other or shut down communication, or some other aspect of the relationship based on what one may see as imbalances in the relationship, like giving the silent treatment when one partner thinks the other is not doing enough. So what's the big deal in keeping score in relationship? Well, like I said earlier, sometimes it's necessary to you know, have a sense of reciprocity. You know, it's an exchange of energy. Well, when you're keeping score, you know, on the regular, um, some of it can be pretty obvious, you know, of how it could impact the relationship, and some of the impact may be more subtle. So I'll break it down for you. Keeping score in your relationship can slowly break down the emotional connection between you and your partner, which is vital in relationship, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the connection becomes more of a competition rather than a collaboration, like in Lenny's story. And when you work together as a team, focusing on shared goals, showing appreciation for each other, that will increase the emotional connection and intimacy. Scorekeeping can also lead to more arguments and conflict. This is because your spouse or partner may get defensive and push back and be resentful or feel like they're not valued, or they feel less than. 
And using mindful communications, reflective listening, and bringing up concerns without blaming each other, all this can help avoid unnecessary conflicts or arguments. When you keep score in a relationship, you are taking the risk of potentially undermining a sense of trust and security in the relationship. You know, when you keep track of what you see as mistakes or faults, it can cause the other not to trust, which can make the other feel insecure. Now, the way to build trust is by being honest, totally transparent and vulnerable, not keeping score. Another thing scorekeeping does is that it creates an imbalance of power within the relationship. You know, where one partner may feel less than or better than the other, like I mentioned earlier. And to counter this, you want to go for equality in your relationship, to be able to express and understand each other's needs and work together and collaborate to do your best to have those needs met. Um, One thing that's really important in relationship, and that is resilience, especially when you're going for the long term of the relationship. Couples who keep score may have a hard time bouncing back after a setback of scorekeeping, and resentment can set in. And then the couple begins to kind of drift apart, which is one of the worst things that can happen. And the way to build resilience is to use effective problem-solving skills. Um, Have forgiveness, which is so important, and being willing to compromise. Again, all this leads to a much healthier relationship. And as always, if you or your spouse or partner have a hard time letting go of scorekeeping, get some professional help. You can overcome this. All right, in the words of singer-songwriter and damn good guitarist John Mayer, He says, never keep score in love. The only way to win is together. I know that's right. And on that note, I will bring this episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast to an end. The Letting Go of Keeping Score in Relationship episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. Thanks for listening. Coming up on the next episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, I'll be sharing Reed's story about how he went from being a mess when it came to relationships and after some soul-searching and hard work, became a conscious man who found love and relationship in a way that he never imagined. You'll definitely want to check out the Conscious Man's Journey in Relationship episode. And if you have any suggestions or topics for the podcast, any comments you'd like to share, or if you have any issues in your relationship you need help with, please email me at bill at menonthepathtolove.com. That's bill at menonthepathtolove.com. And remember, you can schedule a free hour-long, no-strings-attached consultation with me simply by visiting my website at menonthepathtolove.com. That's menonthepathtolove.com. And as always, if you know someone you think might get something out of listening to this podcast, please share the link and share the love. And until next time, keep your heart open and stay on the path to love.